Welcome to Crystal Clear Finances, where we understand that finances can be confusing, but you don't have to face it alone, and you can have confidence for every financial decision. My name is Crystal Langdon. I'm a certified financial planner, qualified kingdom advisor, fiduciary, owner of Crystal Clear Finances, and I am thrilled to be your host for the next 30 minutes. Now, if you've been joining us lately, you know that we have taken the month of August to talk about mortgages. You may say, wait a minute, I'm not in the market (laughs) to buy a home or sell a home. Why would I even want to tune in? Because there's so many good nuggets in here. If you can understand how finances work, then you can live and give in the manner that you were called. And whether we realize it or not, more money can flow through our hands when we purchase a home and on the way and how we purchase our homes than any other place. So we want to make sure that we have the cutting edge knowledge to understand what's going on with our finances. So last week we started our series and I want to jump in because we spent a lot of time last week covering what we were going to go over for the month and we got in just a little bit. Today, I'm going to dive right in and be able to really talk about these mindsets that literally cost people thousands upon thousands of dollars when they are doing their mortgages because they're not set up correctly. And we want to make sure that that stops. Now, before we jump in, I want you to know that I am not a mortgage broker. I am a certified financial planner, but I believe in comprehensive planning where we're going to look at the whole picture, not just the investments that you're doing with us, not just life insurance, long-term disability, long-term health care. Yes, we can handle Handle that. But we also want to know what's going on in estate planning. We also want to know what's going on when it comes to how you're buying your homes. Because of, again, so much money will flow through your hands. We want to make sure it's done properly. So with that being said, if you are looking for a mortgage broker, oh, we can give you several uh, names that you can reach out to. Uh, there is no compensation from them that if I give the names, it's just that, hey, these people do a quality job. And then names that we will provide are names that we've used in our own Langdon family. My son has used uh, this person. There are different family members and extended families. And we're just thrilled to promote people who do a quality job in their area of expertise. So if that's something you're interested in, please feel free. Give us a call at 518-433-7181. Say, hey, I listened to Crystal on the radio. She says she has a mortgage consultant that she can give me a referral to a couple names. I'd like to get those names. This is the market that I'm in. Now is the time for me. And we'd be happy to give that to you. So with that being said, let's jump in and let's talk about mastering your mortgage because that's our topic for the month. And last week when we started, we talked about some of the frequently asked questions when it comes to a mortgage. And again, I'm going to go through these and I want it to roll slowly across your brain so that you can really hear these questions and begin to challenge yourself on how it relates to what you personally believe and what you're doing in the realm of finances when it comes to your mortgage. So let's go ahead. One of the questions that we talked about were some of the questions you ask yourself when you're considering a mortgage. For example, when you pay extra on your mortgage, does the value go up 
or down. I'm talking about the value of your home. Does it get to go up because you've paid more on your mortgage? Well, you know, if you listened last week, because this was the closing question we, we ended with, that whether you pay more on your mortgage or you pay just what they require, either way, when we're looking at it, that has no difference on the value of your home because you can be sitting there in your home paying double, triple on your mortgage payments and the guy next to you or gal next to you in that house, they could be just paying the bare minimum. And yet both of your houses based on the market could go up. Isn't that nice? We've seen that a lot lately. Or it could go down. Not so nice. But that has nothing to do with whether you paid more on the house or not. And a lot of times it's surprising, but there's a misconception that your house becomes more valuable because you're paying more on it. Nope, not the case. Another question you want to ask yourself when you're thinking about mortgages is, do do your payments go up or down because you've paid more? Now, this is one I really want to take 30, 60 seconds to dive into here. Do your payments go up or down if you're paying more on your mortgage? Well, you could say, well, Crystal, you know, I owe $1,000 on my mortgage, but I pay $2,000 every month. Does that mean next month you get to pay less? Well, most of us would say, no, you still have to pay your mortgage correctly next month. You know, same amount that you owe. That's correct. But here's the misconception. Many times we think, well, if I paid extra on it, if I get into trouble, if, you know, things get kind of tight, I can call up the mortgage company and say, hey, can you pull my records? Look at this. Look how much I've paid over what you were asking me this month, though. This month, it's a little bit tight. So how about I just pay a little bit less this month because I've overpaid for the last, let's say, year. No, it doesn't work that way. Even though you may be prepaying, overpaying, overfunding, whatever you want to call it on your mortgage payment, but paying more than you owe does not give you a get out of jail free card to pay a little bit less in the future. Remember, every dime that you give them, you have to qualify to get that money back out of your house. Think about that for a moment. Many times we have the misconception that if we're prepaying and we're paying more on our mortgage, we're actually getting money in there that we can easily touch to pull out if there's an emergency in life. And that is not true. Our payments don't change even though we're paying more on a monthly basis. So if you owe a thousand, that's your monthly mortgage payment and you're paying two thousand. Don't be under the misconception that in six months you can say, you know, I'm a little short on my thousand, but just add what I've been overpaying to you. Nope. You have to qualify to touch your money. And think about this. You can't say, oh, I overpaid over here. So now just add a little bit to mine over here. It doesn't work. You have to make the full payment. And that brings us to the third question and is, can you easily get access to that money again? I want you to think about that. That ties into my explanation of the one, the question that I asked just before. When we understand that what we're literally doing when we put money and we pay money on our mortgage and we pay more than we have to, and we're saying, well, I can always get this money out. Understand you have to qualify to get that money out. You're going to have to show them how are you going to be able to pay that back? 
What position are you in? If you lose your job and say, you know what? I have been prepaying on my home for years. Now I can go back and get some of that money to help me during this time. You go to the bank, right? And you go to the mortgage broker, you fill out all the paperwork. What is one of the number one things they're going to ask you? You got it. They're going to ask you how you're going to pay it back. What is your income stream that will allow it? And if they don't feel your income stream is strong enough, like you don't have a job or you've gotten a pay decrease, well, then they have the right to say, well, no, all this extra money that you put in here that you prepaid, we have control of that money. And we're saying you're not a good credit risk. So we're not going to give any of that back. Now, you might say, Crystal, why does that even matter? Because you have so many individuals across this country that are hardworking, ma, pa, Americans that are not only paying their mortgage, they're going above and beyond. But when they're doing that, they're not leaving enough resources at home in their savings or an account that they can easily have access to. And if there are bumps in the road, which there have been bumps in the road, can we admit that for the last few years? Hey, we're not out of the woods yet. There could be some pretty big bumps that will still come down the road. I mean, they always do, right? We always go in a cycle, though nothing is guaranteed. But bumps come and we have to have the resources for it. And if they don't feel that you are qualified risk, They don't have to give you access to what you've prepaid on your mortgage or anything that you've paid on your mortgage. They don't have to give you an equity loan or an equity line of credit. So the access to your house money is not easy. Now, why is these three questions such a big deal that I would spend time on the radio talking about this instead of talking about Roth IRAs and traditional IRAs and all the different investments that are out there? Because one of the keys in creating wealth is not just finding the right investments, but it's in having control of your own resources and being able to position them properly so that you have liquidity, meaning you can touch it quickly, you can get have access to it, liquidity, use, and control of your money. Those are key. So if we're so busy being trained by the world, trained by the news, trained by books or whatever it is that taught us, even can be our parents and grandparents that told us, oh, not only do you want to pay your mortgage, you want to prepay and you want to keep paying. If we're doing that to the detriment of not having proper amount of resources on hand to handle emergencies or take advantage of opportunities then it's something where you need to sit down and possibly reevaluate if that's the right step for you. Having control of your money, being able to call the shots, being able to say, wow, I see an opportunity coming up. I'm going to put a little extra resources there. That's to me is a great position for creating wealth. But when we are trained to hand everything over, to the bank and say, okay, bank, because I'm so afraid of having debt, I'm going to give you this mortgage payment and I'm going to give you another mortgage payment on top of it. I'm going to double and triple pay, whatever it is. But we have to understand, you know, we have this uh, concept of what debt really is. You know, debt is, oh, if I owe anyone anything, well, I'm in debt. God said not to be in debt. 
But understand the way that debt works, debt is this financial obligation, right? A financial obligation in which the only way that you can repay it is from money you have yet to earn. So you don't have money sitting in the bank. So if I go and I say, you know what? I owe money on some, I buy something and I can't repay it, then I'm I'm in debt, right? I, I have to earn more money to pay it. And you might say, well, see, Crystal, isn't that exactly what a mortgage is? I don't have the $100,000 to pay my house. Okay, now work this out in your mind and let this go really nice and slow. If you can sell that house to pay off what you owe on it, are you in debt? Because remember, debt is that financial obligation in which the only way, the only way you can repay it is to earn money that you have yet to earn. It's got to come from money you have yet to earn. Well, with a house, if I have a $200,000 home and I have a $100,000 mortgage, am I in debt? Just think this through. Let it go nice and slow over your brain. Am I in debt or am I, do I, am I leveraging my house? Because you could sell your house, right? And you could pay off the 100000 that you owe and actually have some money left over. But the problem is you need to live inside, right? We want to sleep inside, especially in these Northeastern winters. You got to sleep inside. But here's the deal. It costs money to sleep inside. So I know that people look at the debt on their house and they're like, oh my gosh, that's debt. I got to get this paid off. But remember, debt is more like, hmm, like a credit card. Can you sell your credit card and then with whatever you sell it for, you'd be be able to pay off what you owe on it? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be neat if that was really the way it worked? Oh, but we know that's not the way it works. We have to, unless we have money sitting in the savings, we have to go work a job to create the income to pay on that debt because the only way to pay that debt is from money we haven't earned yet. Unless we have money in the savings, then we can pull the savings out and pay off the credit card. But my whole point as we go down this little rabbit hole is to help you understand that I know there's a fear out there when it comes to our house and we feel like there's a liability on us because we owe on a mortgage. But if we can begin to understand the liability is on the house and worst case scenario, we sell the house the liability is gone and we take whatever's left over from the house and then we find a new housing arrangement. Where are you going to live? Well, I'm going to live in an apartment or I'm going to buy a smaller house. But when you buy the smaller house, unless you're paying cash for it, you have to take a mortgage out and then people get panicky because they say, oh, I've got a mortgage. I got to quick get that off my back. But understand, you've got to stay in control of your finances and it's a balancing act. Oh, I pray that someone is sitting down with you when you're making these decisions about your mortgage and they're helping you see the big picture. They're helping you see, listen, part of creating wealth, yeah, you do want to get that uh, payment off of your back. It feels good that I don't have to pay the mortgage. But when we're doing it under the precept, under the understanding of, oh my gosh, I've got debt. Debt is a financial obligation 
in which the only way you can repay it is from earnings you have yet to earn. So think about that. If you can pay off your house by selling it, are you really in debt? So therefore, can you just begin to make your regular monthly obligations, your premium, your your mortgage payment that you agreed to, to a bank who said, listen, you only have to pay me that mortgage payment every month and I will not increase your interest rate. So those of you who got to lock in your mortgage when it was two and a half, 2.99, you're probably loving it now with mortgages being higher as they are today. But listen, they're locked in. So why would you be in a rush to pay off a 2.99% mortgage Right now, when you can get make your money work harder for you, and there's a spread between the difference. There's a lot we got to think about there. So let's just take a quick 30-second break. Let this roll over your brain. Start beginning to look at a different way. And then we'll be back with more crystal clear finances. Does the value of your house go up if you pay extra? Do your payments going forward change? And can you easily access that money again? This is Crystal Langdon with today's Financial Gem. When it comes to mortgages, there are a lot of misconceptions. Paying extra doesn't mean your house value will go up. The economy in your neighborhood will play in that decision. Paying extra usually doesn't let you skip the next payment or pay less and all the money you give to the bank, well, you have to qualify to touch it again. Money and mortgages have financial rules. Understanding how they work can help you become more efficient and could save you money now and in the future. Learn more by calling Crystal Clear Finances today at 518-433-7181. We're back with more Crystal Clear Finances. My name is Crystal Langdon. And as always, it is such a pleasure to be here with you. 25 years of being on the radio, talking and reaching and educating, providing you financial guidance so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. And that's why we're talking about mortgages today. No, we're not talking about Roth IRAs or traditional IRAs or anything in the investment realm. We want to talk about, hey, how does the thought process work? Because the most money I believe that will flow through your hands or could flow through your hands is through your mortgage, how you're financing things. And because we've been trained by certain individuals that, hey, you got to just pay cash, you got to get that mortgage paid off. There's been an undue pressure. And what's happened, and I have seen this as clients are coming in, prospective clients are coming in. And what I'm seeing is that individuals are looking at their finances and saying, I have nothing in savings, nothing in savings, because not only am I making my mortgage payment, I'm double paying my mortgage payment because I'd rather pay my double mortgage payment than put it in the savings because my savings isn't earning anything. And I understand that to a point, right? We want to make sure that our money is always positioned to be working as hard as we do. But we, if we don't keep money, at least one month's living expense in a local bank, then when something happens in life, how do we pivot? How do we handle whether it's an unexpected expense or what if it's an opportunity? When we don't have the resources set aside for opportunity, 
then they pass us by, which is why we did those three questions at the beginning of our program today is when you pay extra on your mortgage, does the value go up or down? It doesn't. It just stays the same, right? The value of the home only goes up and down in accordance to what the economy is doing and what's happening in your neighborhood. All your houses go up and down. It's not who owes the least amount on their house. The other question was, do your payments go up or down? No, you do not get gold stars because you paid a whole bunch and now you can pay less towards the end or you can pay less when something happens and you don't have the resources to pay. They don't have to qualify. They don't have to give it back to you. You have to qualify to be able to get some of that money back. And if you're needing money, It's the worst time to have to ask and qualify for it because they're going to look at your income. They're going to look at the debt ratio, look at the situation and then decide. And then the last question we had talked about is, can you easily get access to that money again? Again, this goes to the thought process. You know, individuals come to me all the time and they're like, Crystal, I want to create wealth. And it's not like they're coming like, hey, I want to go get a jet. I want to go here. I want to be frivolous. They're not talking about irresponsibility. Oh, I shouldn't say irresponsibility because it's not irresponsible to be on a jet. But I'm just saying they're not looking to go overboard. That's a better way to say it. They're not looking to go overboard. Do you know what they want? They want to be able to provide a good home for their loved ones. They want to be able to have enough resources that they don't have to work insane hours, that they can literally take time off to go do things with their children when they're small and make memories. They want to be able to send their kids to good colleges where they can get a good education. They want to be able to go on vacations and take a break. And you know what? Vacations are of God, I believe. He said, take a Sabbath. There's got to be times to refuel. But there are so many individuals that are working nonstop, that are not saving, that they're not understanding how to position their mortgages correctly. And that's why I wanted to address that today, is to understand the concept of when it comes to creating wealth, do not be afraid of a mortgage. Because as long as you can sell that house to cover what the liability of the mortgage is, then is it really debt? And in my opinion, it's not. It's a liability. But what's happened is everyone's kind of classified debt under this one big umbrella and they compare a house debt to a consumable debt like a credit card and everybody's afraid of it. And you know what they do? They overpay and give their money away. And then when there's opportunities, they're not ready for it. One of the things I love is when I'm working with individuals and they've grasped this, right? So now they've got their mortgage in place, you know, and again, doesn't matter if it's a $100,000 home or a million dollar home, they're making their mortgage payments, right? We want to be a, uh, faithful in paying our bills and doing what we need to, but they've learned how to say, okay, so that's over here. And now I'm going to put money that's in savings. I'm going to put money in investments. I'm going to put money in my cash value life insurance for opportunities that can come up. Think just for a second. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. But if you're not, maybe just visualize it. What would it be like to be going through this year with all the volatility of the market, knowing, hey, it's okay. I'm still going to have a good retirement 
regardless of what's going on in the market today, because I understand how money works. I've got the mortgage all in place and I'm paying the proper amount on it. I've got cash at home. Maybe I've got some precious metal at home, right? When I talk with my clients, we talk about the proper amount. Then I've got money that's at a local bank getting, you know, point nothing, a very little percent, but at least it's at the local bank that I can get it. And then I have five months and beyond getting me at least three to 5% tax-free income that's growing, usually inside a life insurance policy that we're using. Then I've got the investments, right? Maybe we're doing Roths because we want tax-free growth. Maybe individuals, there are a lot of individuals we have that are making too much to contribute to a Roth. So they're going to max out their cash value because it's a great tax-free vehicle. They're maxing out their HSA at work because that's a tax-free vehicle. They're doing backdoor IRAs where they can set up a non-deductible IRA and then roll it into their Roth IRA. There's so many avenues. And wouldn't it be nice if you were set that way and and then an opportunity comes? You see, maybe the opportunity is that there is stock that's down low that you're thinking this company is not going anywhere. The only reason it's down is because of the pressure in the market and what's going on politically and globally. And you take advantage of it. Maybe the opportunity is in a couple of years when some houses start foreclosing where people got in over their head that bought things sight unseen and gotten bidding wars and the frenzy was there. And now they're living with the results of the frenzy and they're just getting rid of and giving away basically their houses to get out from underneath it because they overbought, right? They put the mortgage and the house was at a high rate and now the mortgages and the house values have kind of settled. Maybe the opportunity is to buy real estate. But the point of whether it's real estate, whether it's a business, whether it's stocks, whether it's private equity, you know, being able to invest in up and coming companies that I talk with clients with, whatever the case is, the point is it's all about having that opportunity money and the emergency money for things we aren't planning on in place. And how does that happen? It's by looking at how you spend money and where the money is going unknowingly and unnecessarily. You know, you've heard me talk about that there are key areas where people are losing money. And if we can identify those key areas, then there's more extra cash flow that can come in that can be positioned for up and coming opportunities. And I'm telling you that positioning is so critical. As I've watched our country, you know, for 25 years, you can never guarantee that we're going to follow the same cycle. You just can't. But there does have times where the market's high. And we all know if you've been alive for at least 25 years and watched the market, that the market has times where it is low. We can't guarantee when they happen. But boy, when they do, what great opportunities for those who are prepared. And that's why we want to make sure decisions that are being made in how you're spending your money on a day-to-day basis, whether it's for mortgages, whether it's for vehicles, whether it's for business, whatever the case is, we want to make sure that you're not losing that money unknowingly and unnecessarily. And, And mortgages, which is what we're talking about today, that is one of the key areas. I mean, when we look at it, we talk about how there's mortgages, There's taxes, the way we're doing our investments and qualified plans. There's education, what we're spending on colleges. And then there's major capital purchases. 
When we can look at all five of those areas, then we can begin to look at and say, okay, what do I need to tweak a little bit? What do I need to revise just a tiny bit so that I know that I'm ready for opportunities or emergencies, expenses that are going to come up in the future because I've done the right thing and I'm not losing my money unknowingly and unnecessarily. Well, I am looking at the clock and it's hard to believe, uh, but we are at the end of our time together. I want to encourage you, if you are starting to walk down the path of house ownership, if you're saying, okay, I'm going to start looking, I don't want the rates to get too high. And I, I think the prices are kind of stopping. They're not climbing dramatically on the houses. I'm going to start going in there. If you need a referral, as far as a mortgage broker, feel free and give us a call. If you want to sit down and really kind of talk things out. Listen, the, one of the keys to wealth is understanding how money works in every area, especially in those five key areas. So give us a call at 518-433-7181 and join us again next week as we continue to provide financial clarity so that you can have confidence for every financial decision. Thank you and God bless. This program is for educational purposes only. We understand that finances are complex. Facing them alone causes stress, resulting in wrong choices, missing out on opportunities, and having to settle for a lower standard of living. At Crystal Clear Finances, our team approach focuses on providing clarity and confidence so you can make the right financial decisions. Investment advisory and financial planning services are offered through AlphaStar Capital Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Crystal Clear Finances and AlphaStar are separate and independent entities. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission, nor does it indicate that the advisor has attained a particular level of skill or ability.